Okay, everyone. Welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. This episode is going to be about something political. You know, I haven't done it so far yet. And I want to do it now. You know, because I can get this done and over with. I do know I need to do the live stream for the January 6th hearings dealing with Donald Trump. You know, the catch-up being thrown against the walls and whatnot. I may do that. I may not. Now knowing that it's definitely been talked about throughout the, you know, natural media and things like that. But anyway, this is something I wanted to talk to you guys about. And that's about Ben Shapiro. And the reason why I wanted to do this is because it came to my knowledge. I was watching a video before that. Someone, you know, had been Ben Shapiro in front of Congress and tried to call him a, you know, racist. As usual, Ben Shapiro will use his identity to try to protect him, you know, being a Jewish individual. But I decided to say, wait, being a black man and knowing that black people who are completely and utterly racist against their own, you know, community exist, I wanted to, of course, bring it to your attention, right, and let you guys know of some real racist individuals, and that yes, you can be a minority group or a member of a minority group and be completely and utterly racist. So yes, I'm going to say in this video, well this podcast, I'm going to prove that Ben Shapiro is a racist. So how would you go about Proving that someone is a racist. Definitely when they are part of a minority group. Ben Shapiro is a Jewish individual. So, how would you be able to prove this? Well, you go about this by proving how they treat minority groups. And is no, you know, ambiguity out there that Ben Shapiro hates the LGBTQ community. Just go off the fact that he would not even call them by their alleged abbreviation. He'll always add some other suffixes and letters and numbers and shit. You know, things like that. And you know that's a way of showing that you don't take them seriously when you are purposely messing up their identity. So, that's like saying that if I was a member and he was to talk talk to me and he... Yeah. Excuse me. If I was a member and he would say... Oh, hey, Trey, I know you're a member of the LGBTQIA8% uh, dollar sign, divided by sign, 
minus sign, quotient, 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 sign. Group, right? Now, why would you say that? That's because you say that because you don't take individuals a part of that community seriously. Right? So, it's well known that he hates members of the LGBTQ community. Okay. That's very homophobic. And if you hate individuals that are part of that community, like he does, and you're homophobic, a lot of times, definitely, if you're a member of the right, it's going to lead you to hating other groups. But okay, that's possibility, right? Maybe he just doesn't like, you know, gay, lesbian, transgender individuals. He can still be a person that supports, like, African-Americans. And I know, and you will point to the fact that even he hired Candace Owens. And I would laugh and say he hired a Uncle Ruckus that's going to attack everything that it means to be a part of the African-American community. And he only hired her because of her identity so she can try to use it as a shield. When you have to go and resort to using your identity as a shield, you can best believe you're pretty much a racist. Get what I'm saying? Your identity doesn't make you non-racist. Your actions and beliefs decide that. Right? So, let's go ahead, since I brought Candace Owens up, let's see how she reacts to certain things that dealt with the African-American community. Don't worry. You'll understand why I'm bringing this up. For a reason. Because it leads to things. But let's see. Because don't forget, Ben Shapiro is her boss. He owns the Daily Wire. She is working as a individual, as an employee of the Daily Wire. Her show is being produced by the Daily Wire. Right? So she is a member of the Daily Wire, and the Daily Wire is paying her paycheck. So basically, if you go to her paycheck, directly it will say Daily Wire on there. Right? If she was getting a paycheck from the organization. She does get money from views and things like that from YouTube because she's, of course, doing YouTube videos. But she will have a paycheck directly as well from the Daily Wire. Right? That's why conservatives have a lot of money. But anyway, let's see how she reacts to a certain thing. Here it is. A video I'm going to provide you guys of her talking about the Ahmaud Arbery. You know, Ahmaud Arbery trial. And I want to get you to listen in. Again, Ahmaud Arbery was murdered 
by three individuals. Now, yes, you may not know it at the time, but we knew already getting off that the video that we've seen was Ahmaud Arbery in the street jogging, and then we see the McMichaels, Greg McMichael and Travis McMichael and Bryant coming after Ahmaud Arbery. We know 100% that they killed him. We also know that it took months for the police to do anything, including arresting these individuals. It took years for them to even be put on trial. So, by the way, we already know that the police didn't even ask him any questions about what happened, why they had a dead body sitting in front of them, correct? The police didn't ask any questions. They knew who they were. They were good members of the community, and they just allowed for a dead black guy to sit right there next to them while one had blood of that dead black guy on them. And the DA tried to cover it up by just saying, we're just going to let it go by, don't worry, go home, take a chill pill, relax, and just let it blow over. We won't say anything about it. It won't get out. It's just another black guy did. And they were trying to cover it up. Hence the reason why it took months. Because, be real, how many of us believe that a African-American, that three African-American men could have corralled a white man who was jogging, which led to their death, the police arrived, and how many of us believe that those black men would not have been immediately arrested and immediately thrown in jail and immediately placed behind bars for the rest of their lives? And that's the best case scenario. Again, not two months, not two years, immediate. Bam, bam, bam. One after another after another. They get grabbed by the police that same night. They get put behind bars that same night. They get a trial next the next goddamn day. The judge don't even give them a goddamn chance in the matter. They send them directly behind bars immediately. They're in there for the rest of their lives. And that's the best case scenario. Right? I must believe that. That's kind of true, right? Everyone knows that. Even conservatives like Candace Owens would say the same. Because even if you were trying to say, well, they'll have a riot... Well, again, they wouldn't because we already seen that for years until now, if that was to happen, they wouldn't. Because they'll believe that the individuals, the black individuals, murdered them. Murdered that white man for the sisters here fact of them being murderers. They don't riot for murderers. They riot when police officers kill innocent people. And when racist white people kill innocent black people. But anyway, let's get to the video so you can hear how she reacts. Because I'm going to give you her reaction to Ahmaud Arbery. And then I'm going to give you her reaction to George Floyd. Two prominent cases where justice was dealt out to those individuals that murdered these innocent black, unarmed black individuals, by the way. Innocent, unarmed black individuals. 
And I know when you hear the video, but Candace Owens, she's going to go with his rap sheet. Don't worry. I got an answer to even that, too. <laughs> so, anyway, let's go ahead and get to the video so you guys can listen in and listen to her being a complete and utter racist. And I will tell you before I go, I'll tell you how she being racist. Don't forget, you could be black and be a racist because you're against the advancement of your own community. Listen in and see how anything she says advances the community. In a video in a while and I wanted to be sure to insert my opinion about this very viral case of Ahmad Arbery um, who is being dubbed as just a jogger by the media uh, and I just kind of want to talk about um, really just the media's role in propaganda. So far, Paul, of course I know I was positive. So far, she says it's propaganda that Ahmad Arbery was not going out for a jog. He was actually going out to commit crime. That's what she's trying to say. Because if you're going to say that it's propaganda, you had to say that Ahmaud Arbery was not out there for a jog. So what he was out there doing? Hmm. If he wasn't out there for a jog, in this case that is against the McMichaels and Bryant, is fraudulent, as what she's trying to infer, that has to mean that Maud Aubrey was out there committing crime. But let's see. Let's see. Again, listen to see if she's going to advance the community. And how upsetting it is to me that Black America always seems to take the bait. Like, I have to say, this case, after all of the work that I have done these last three or four years to wake Black America up to the fact that every election cycle, there is some story that they perpetuate that is supposed to make us think. And here we go with the conspiracy theory. She's a conspiracy theorist. But that's the reason why most right-wing individuals are. Because they don't want you to look at the fact that they're the ones stopping everything from happening. And they want everything to stay as it is right now. If it can get worse, it's better for them. Again, Canada's always a super rich. So if you're rich, you want... People not to vote, not to do anything. Don't even, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm drinking a soda and bourbon. Don't even take part of your political society. Well, anyway, again, you're listening to see if she says anything that will help advance the community. That we are being chased by the Ku Klux Klan, and yet here we are, a couple of months away from an election, and there are black people running around saying that we are being lynched in Georgia. So let's just start with just the, the case and how it's been being reported. So first you are hearing that it is a modern day lynching. That should instantly, if you're a black American, an American, make your ears perk up a little bit because there are not really modern day lynchings that are taking place in America. She literally downplays the fact that white supremacists, neo-Nazis, and other hate groups exist and that they do kill people. This doesn't age well because I do believe that that Buffalo shooting will be considered 
a modern day lynching. Definitely since the man wrote the word nigga on his gun and was guaranteed with a 98 page manifesto saying he's going out there to kill black people. I don't know that should be considered a modern day lynching. I can say this because he kept the video up. By the way. But again, so far, any advancement of the community? No. Um, there are not lynchings taking place in general. I mean, even at the time, at the height of the civil rights movement, when black people were actually being lynched, it was approximately 3,500 black people that were lynched from the entire period of 1882 all the way up until 1968. And she stops purposely at 1882 because if she goes before that, of course there was lynchings going on back and forth. Matter of fact, they couldn't keep count. Because African Americans wasn't even considered human beings. And by the way, that 1882 to 1965 was only the lynchings that they took and kept count of. Um, do you know that not included in that number is Emmett Till, which was definitely considered any form of lynching if you could think of. A bunch of white people gathered up, took justice into their own hands, and tried to murder Emmett Till. Also, that doesn't include anything that happened with the likes of Rosewood, right? Doesn't include any of that, right? Because more than 39 individuals died. At Rosewood. And this was definitely a lynching. They went to destroy the whole entire city. And they had bombs being dropped on them. Yes. The American government. Was used. To annihilate an American city. Right? Tulsa and Rosewood. Completely wiped off the map. By racist white people. They were given guns. By. The state. So they could hunt down and kill black people. I consider that a lynching. More than 39 again. Because the whole city was wiped off the face. Of the United States. Map. And you see how she. Covers that up. How does that benefit the advancement of African Americans? Saying that you do not face persecution. You never face persecution, period. Not even during the Civil Rights era was it even really that bad. So she's saying that the Civil Rights era was actually wonderful. You didn't have to worry about anything at all. It was perfectly fine, peachy keen, great. Because only 39, during the whole time period, during the Civil Rights Era, right, were lynched. So that means that you weren't facing any type of problems. Again, this is Kenneth Owens, African American, saying this. Let's continue. All right, so that's actually a very low number relative. Um, not saying that lynching is okay, obviously, but a very low number. And of course, you see how she had to come back to try to justify herself. Not saying that lynching is okay, by the way. 
what she's actually trying to say. Lynching is okay, by the way. She actually does mean that. Because she didn't mean it, she wouldn't bring up the fact that it's a very low number of lynchings that ever happened. As what she's trying to per as what she's trying to persuade you to believe. She's trying to persuade you to believe that lynching throughout the whole entire period from you know, the first African Americans being brought first Africans being brought here into slavery all the way until the civil rights era until now, only thirty nine individuals were lynched. Now, do you really believe that? Like what idiot idiot would say that? And I'll call him as always an idiot. I do it all the time, because he is a real life idiot. What idiot would believe that? If you believe that you are smoking something good, please pass it along awfully to me. Because I like to get a hit of that. Because you have to be a real idiot to believe that. Let's listen on some more. Relative to the population that we had at that time, or the population um, that we had all the way up until 1968. So lynchings are not common in general. The idea that people are going around lynching people in 2020 America, you can already know and you can smell that something is wrong with the story. All right, so before I even saw the video, because I just was interested in the reaction to see how far we're going to take it, um, I, I saw that LeBron James issued a tweet which, quite frankly, must have been the dumbest thing I have ever read. Uh, the tweet was that we are literally, we meaning black people, we are literally being hunted as soon as we walk outside of our own homes. So Is that not what happened? Ahmaud Arbery went for a job. The McMichaels, Greg McMichael and Jasmine McMichael saw. They said, there he goes. Get the weapons, remember? And then they got their guns and jumped into their vehicle and chased down Ahmaud Arbery. That's when Bryant chose to jump in and follow along and record it. So they had weaponry with them chasing down an African-American. I don't know what that is. Maybe you can say that's a hunting him down because they did after they got him cornered, grabbed him. One of them beforehand took a pot shot at him while he was before they even grabbed him and then ran at him and shot and killed him. I don't know if that's hunting someone down, but that kind of seems like you're hunting him down. Because if you weren't, you was just going the same direction with the guns, and then went after him, but, you know, you weren't going directly after him, but you shot in that same direction, and then cornered him, but you're not going directly after him, and then shot him directly down, killing him, but you're not trying to kill him. It seems kind of weird. And you see the mental gymnastics you have to pull, to pull that. But again, like I said... Have you heard anything that promoted, you know, you heard anything that promoted the advancement of the African-American community from her? Of course not. Of course not. And now I'm going to go and get... 
a video dealing with her and George Floyd. Let's listen into her video about George Floyd. Again, another prominent African American, a prominent African American case where justice was served. Right? Again, take your mind back to George Floyd case. George Floyd went to a store. To legally buy cigarettes. There wasn't a drug deal going on. He wasn't sitting out there waiting with a handful of, you know, a rolled up handful of money. And somebody slapped my high five and passing some weed. And he gives them their cash. None of that. The store was an organization that had the legal right to sell tobacco. George Floyd went in as a U.S. citizen and a customer of that establishment to go and buy, legally buy, tobacco. He was an adult, so he's definitely of age to buy the tobacco, correct? Right? So after all that, he gets... Confronted by the staff. They believed that the money was a counterfeit $20 bill. They went after them, telling them it was a counterfeit $20 bill, and rightfully so, as George Floyd would. I wouldn't believe it anyway, because the amount of time has passed between him getting the cigarettes. And the clerks coming out and confronting him was some time, which could be the fact that they're blaming you for something that actually has nothing to do with you, right? How many of us would go to a store, let's say you go into a Walmart, and they, you give them cash, they hand them the cash, easy transactions done, and you're getting in your car, and you pack your stuff in your car, and you're about to leave, and as soon as you're about to leave, here comes a different individual, and they saying, you gave us counterfeit money. And they're trying to take your product from you. You're going to look at them like, what the fuck are you doing? You're crazy, right? Right. Because you can't guarantee that that money that they're saying is belong to you. So he's like, at the time, yeah, no, I'm not going to believe this shit. I bought my shit legally. Get the hell out of here. You're not going to take my money and then take my tobacco and give me nothing. Right? <laughs> And then, what happens? A whole confuffle happens where they're going back and forth about the $20 bill and being counterfeit or not. Derek Chauvin arrives and proceeds to murder him. Right? By putting his knee on George Floyd's neck until he passes away. And again, not even until he passes away, four minutes later, after the man has stopped breathing, Stop moving, stop talking. He had his knee on his neck for four extra minutes. So he can make sure that George Floyd was dead. The paramedics had to arrive, the paramedics that arrived actually had to push, physically 
push Derek Chauvin off of George Floyd and saying, get your dumb ass off his body. And then took his lifeless corpse into the ambulance. Well, obviously he was pronounced dead. So they had to physically remove Derek Chauvin off of George Floyd. So yes, it was definitely case murder. That's obviously intent. When you had to be physically moved over somebody who's no longer breathing and moving. And you knew that the individual was crying out for help. And your antics was going to kill him. I'm pretty sure that definitely states that he's a, a murderer. But again, let's say you just don't believe in that. Say you don't believe that he is that, but you're okay with the, so the court making the decision that they made, right? You're not going to attack George Floyd personally. Because, again, he's an African-American. You know that what he represents is actually finally African-Americans getting some form of justice whenever the police kills them indiscriminately. But, again, Candace Owens, a well-known racist bigot, can't allow that to fly. Take a listen. Still... Do not know what happened on the day that George Floyd died. They, they've never even seen any video outside of the nine minute video that was played over and over and over again on loop. And they purposefully held back giving just releasing the police cam, which would have cleared up so many of the lies. And it's amazing the emotional power of the narrative as opposed to the truth. The story they tell Joe Biden, a man who's been in government since the night. By the way, it's the reason why I chose this one is because who are you hearing talking? Is a reason why. Don't worry, you hear that voice again. 1970s got on television and said, we are an inherently racist society, an inherently racist government. He said, he basically talked about this trial as if it were difficult to get a conviction of a police officer who has killed a person, which just isn't true. It just... And you hear the lies. How many times a police officer can't even go to jail? Because again, they had the protections. That they have. Right? Here the possessions they have. Here she go again. On another video. Again with George Floyd. You're going to hear how she reacts. I'm just showing you just a little bit of her reactions. To prominent cases that help African Americans. Like they straight up motherfucking lied. And said that you can easily get a conviction for a police officer for a police officer that committed a crime. Like, really? That's definitely not true. You know, last I checked, they had authorized immunity. Which even to this day, courts can't even decide how to apply that. To police officers. And they normally just don't take the case up. I'm pretty sure. That. The parents. Of those children that were murdered. In Uvalde Texas. As police officers allowed. 
for the madman to kill them would like to be able to sue those police officers directly themselves. But they can because the police officers have authorized immunity. And we know that. But let's listen in. Let's see how she reacts. Hello and welcome. And we can just get right into this because you know what we, we are going to cover today. We obviously have to cover the George Floyd trial conclusion, which is that Derek Chauvin is guilty on all counts. And I have to appreciate people that were trying to create a pressure campaign for me on Twitter saying, I wonder what Candace is going to say. Even Republicans agree that, that this was the right call. I don't care who agrees that this was the right. I don't care if it's a Republican. I don't care if it's a Democrat. I don't care if it's a white person. I don't care if it's a black person. I am not so much of an intellectual coward that because the mob decides something, because the lie about George Floyd and the way that he lived his life has become so big that we just have to now accept it as the truth. And believe. As you can see, she doesn't want to accept the fact that Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd. I wonder, does she have the same feeling when it comes with black people just being criminals, period, and going to jail? She doesn't. She throws him away and locked the key. Don't give a fuck. But she's mad at the fact that George Floyd got some justice. And it was quite obvious. Like I said, the man had to be pushed off of George Floyd's lifeless body by the paramedics. Because he wasn't even going to let them come and grab him. He wanted to make sure that George Floyd was dead. But let's go. Let's see what she's going to do. Believe me, this is a lie. Nancy Pelosi yesterday said, quote, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice. Now, pretty sick for her to say that. Everyone would agree. First of all, everyone agrees that everybody hates Nancy Pelosi, number one, including corporate Democrats. Now, I ain't talking about progressives. <laughs> they obviously hate her. But it's Candace, someone's going to say, well, that was not in good taste. Let's see. That wasn't in good taste. He didn't sacrifice his life. He was murdered. If Joe Floyd had a choice to make, he would not decide to die today. Let's see. Is he going to say that or is he going to go the other way? She also said, quote, that his name will always be synonymous with justice. George Floyd's name will always be synonymous with justice. You have... Listen to that quiver. George! As if she's about to throw up. Because a black man has the audacity to try to be synonymous with justice. How dare they try to say that black people deserve any type of justice? That's how she's coming across. Is she not? You heard how she felt about Maude Arbery. That was a trial. By the way, if she wants to talk about things being left out, the fact that they were sharing hateful, bigoted, and racist remarks amongst one another, including wanting to kill an African-American. Oh, excuse me. Again, I always say it. African-American. They did not say that word. They said nigger. They had dreams of killing a nigger. And what happened? Hmm. One just happened to come walking right by them, and they murdered him. That's the second case that happened, thanks to the judge that did not allow for that to happen. 
Of course they were. When the truck that the Michaels were driving had a Confederate flag license plate. Which again was not allowed in court because the judge believed that the shock of that symbol will convince the jury of them being guilty. Which of course they were guilty. Right? They didn't want to have undue influence on the jury. So he couldn't allow for that evidence to be there. And then, of course, again, Maud Albury got some justice after they were put, after the Michaels and Bryant were pushed in jail for the rest of their lives. Guaranteed by two cases from the murder trial and the, of course, racist trial that they had as well. Why is this important? Why is this important? Because she's going to bring, she's going to bring up his criminal history. But it's quite funny how you they always bring up African Americans rat sheet. Um, do you know who has a bigger rat sheet than George Floyd? Lauren Bobert. Wait. So an African American can have a rat sheet and can't get any type of justice whatsoever, but if you have a criminal rat sheet as a white woman, you can become a US senator. She doesn't bring that up. Never brings that up, the rap sheets. Never brings up rap sheets when it comes to white people. I wonder why. But don't forget, again, I'm saying this is the reason. You know, of course, Candace Owens is quite racist, and she's black. You can be racist and be black. Right? You know, easy. Right? Oh, I forgot. I really did. Thanks for reminding me. I mean, you can see because she should be uh, out of church. I was. That's one of the reasons why I was hesitant. Right? There's no one doing it. So, got another video for you guys. And this one's going to be by someone who's definitely a well-known racist person who just happens to be black. Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesse Lee Peterson is a well-known... Matter of fact, he's literally the... The person who basically made the idea of Uncle Ruckus. The individual that Uncle Ruckus is based off of is him. Let's listen to some of this here. Not a Christian? No. And how, where do you put yourself as concerned religion? Maybe I'm multi-religious, if that makes sense. No. I I am a person who believes in faith and goodness holistically. Mason, I've noticed that women today, not all, not all, but mostly liberal women, mm. they seem to be, they pretend to be tough, but yet when you see these type of movements, they are saying that they're weak. You, know? you see how he attacks women. Right? How oh, he attacks women. 
right? But Dre, what does that have to do with him being a racist? Well, let's just say he believes in something crazy. White History Month. As if we don't learn about white history as we do already. get through the bullshit. Have a fourth year of celebrating white history. And I was thinking about reflecting as I always do. Not always, but as I do. And number one, I started White History Month three years ago because I'm looking at all the dumb other months that the people are celebrating. Like, um, Black History. He just called Black History Month dumb. We shouldn't celebrate Black History. Black people never did anything for us, period. We should celebrate white people because they're the best. And we should be subservient to them. Hell, why not bring back slavery? Hear the similarities between him and Candace Owens? Don't find anything good to say about black people. Same thing. Matter of fact, Candace Owens also believes that we shouldn't celebrate Black History Month. By the way. That's the reason why I use this. Because both of them believe we shouldn't celebrate Black History Month. Why is this so important? Because, again, if you platforming individuals who are racist. And again, it's not just them. He has on as well. You know, he has on Stephen he has on Stephen Crowder as well, who's a well-known you know, racist bigot. Think I'm lying? Well, first of all, let's not let that ad play. <laughs> but, of course, he platforms Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder, who does racist, bigoted skits. Like making fun of Asian people by dressing up as the stereotypical Asian bucktooth Asian individual who cooks animals and eats human flesh and stuff like that, right? Those old school Looney Tune ideas, right? Of Asian individuals. He can't believe that black farmers exist because they always have to be ghettofied hood rats, right? He can't find anything good to say about a minority. And here you go, Ben Shapiro platforming a racist. Take a listen. 
I'm Steven Crowder, the funniest man in America. And uh, I'm honestly not sure whether to address Stephen Crowder, the host of Ladder with Crowder, as Stephen or C. Matheson, because for those who missed it, Stephen identified as C. Matheson, a feminist theory writer, and was then admitted to a peer-reviewed conference. So, as you can see, he faked as a woman to make fun of this conference. Because he doesn't believe in the LGBTQ community and women's rights. And as you can see, he has on Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder is very, 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 very good at one thing. Being a racist. I got a good video from you guys as well to show this. Here you go. Hello everyone. Now, before we get started with the video today, I'm going to have to include a brief note about the concept of guilt by association. Now, let's say, for instance, I work in an office and a colleague of mine is photographed kicking a cat, say. Now, it would be unfair to also declare me guilty of that crime simply for being associated in an unrelated way with the perpetrator. However, Let's say an associate of mine is photographed kicking a cat, only this time we're associated because he attends my cat kicking course, where I... Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I showed, I'm letting you listen in to Sean, because it has a lot to do with Stephen Crowder being a white supremacist, who were, again, platformed by Ben Shapiro. I teach the most effective ways to kick cats. That wouldn't merely be guilt by association then, because the way in which I was associated with him would have a direct link to his actions. That's just something I think it's important to make clear at the start here, and you'll hopefully see why this was needed as we go on. Anyway, hello everyone, again. This is a video about terms like white supremacist, white nationalist, and racist. And it's also a response to a video posted by Stephen Crowder on the 30th of April this year entitled what is white supremacy? Now, I'm not going to let you go through the whole thing because I don't have that much time for you to listen in. I'm going to just let you go to the very end here where he pretty much wraps his whole video up. I'm telling you, definitely go look it up. You can find Sean. Just his uh, pronunciation as well. I'll definitely have to tell you this because he has a different version of pronouncing it or saying his name is S-H-A-U-N, not S-A-W-N, something like that. So make sure you search him up that way, S-H-A-U-N, and you'll be able to see the same video that I'm using. This is June 20th, 2019 video, but still relevant to this day. Let's take a listen to, you know, Sean real quick. And see what he had to say as in wrapping up his video, you know, because it matters, you know. Well, there's much I need to say about that. So to Stephen Crowder, I'll say this. If you want people to not call you a racist, maybe stop inviting racists onto your YouTube show that you do. And if you're confused about who is and is not a white nationalist or white supremacist, maybe before whining about the left, you should ask the various guests who come on your show to define those terms. Because if sympathizing with white nationalism 
platforming racists, sharing white supremacist propaganda, questioning the Holocaust, and outright saying Hitler was good don't make you a racist or white supremacist. What does, man? Exactly. By the way, he has done all that. And who platforms Steven Crowder? Ben Shapiro. He platforms Steven Crowder and individuals like Stefan Molyneux and things like that. You even have Candace Owens outwardly saying racist, bigoted things as such as we shouldn't have a Black History Month. Same thing that a well-known racist, bigoted who literally created the idea of Uncle Ruckus, Jesse Lee Peterson, happened to say. And Jesse Lee Peterson is definitely a racist bigot who outwardly says we should be subservient to white people. No joke. Go take a look at his videos and see how he reacts to black people. He wouldn't mind if black people were back enslaved. Yeah. Like he wouldn't be enslaved. Of course he wouldn't. Because again, he has money. Just like Candace Owens right now has money. Yes. Now, truthfully, you're right. In the end, later on, that wouldn't matter. But by the time that matters for him, as Jesse Lee Pierce, and he's old as shit, he wouldn't matter. He's going to die off anyway. But Candace Owens is not the same way. She will feel the full, full throttle wrath of racist individuals. But you can hear Plat- Don't platform a racist, right? Don't share their, you know, don't allow them to share their books and stuff like that when you're on your channel and don't hold the same views. So Ben Shapiro racist? Well, yeah, he held a individual in Steven Crowder who's a well-known racist bigoted individual who has other racist people on there who also call themselves racist people like Nazis and, of course, calling themselves white supremacists and white nationalists. Steven Crowder, he was Shown with him, not only was he had him on, you know, on call, as you heard there, he was actually in studio with Stephen Crowder. So if you don't share those beliefs, if you don't share those beliefs, don't platform. He gave Candace Owens and people like Matt Walsh jobs. Who are racist and bigoted. Candace Owens couldn't even dare say the word hero in referencing to George Floyd without almost throwing up as you heard her voice quiver as she says George Floyd as a hero. He was a hero. He gave us a glimpse of some form of justice. He was murdered by Derek Chauvin. Completely and utterly murdered. The courts even said he was murdered. He has been given ample opportunity to file an appeal. So far, we hadn't even heard any. 
that damn obvious that he murdered George Floyd. It's not like the same with the likes of Kyle Rittenhouse because now the individual's family that Kyle Rittenhouse killed had to file the appeals. So, again, he, Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd. He died as an unarmed African-American who just tried to go about doing his day-to-day life. Yes, he had a criminal background, but not all because you have a criminal background doesn't mean that you are a criminal. Unless you want to say that Lauren Bolbert, who has a bigger criminal background than George Floyd, like trying to actually kill her sister and child by bailing out of a vehicle as it careened into a, you know, a rock face. Because she was driving while being drunk. And then not calling the police, but trying to cover it up afterwards. Take a listen to my podcast when I talked about Lauren Bulbert in that way. When she was dealing with that. Shared with you the calls. And this was being told by her sister that she tried to murder. But again, you don't hear about this right now. It's happening right now. You don't even hear about it. She was able to participate in her elections. Able to go out there and govern over people. And you don't hear about anyone a part of the Daily Wire crew or anyone amount of the right anyway. You just don't hear it. You don't. You don't hear it. And they can just get away with it. You don't hear about a much. Don't hear what? What's going on? What she said not to come over today? You don't hear much about her rap sheet. What's going on? <laughs> what? 7.30? Let me see. Which is, hey, I'm sorry. I meant to text you. I'm at work until 7.30 other day. Uh, What other day? Can you? Okay. Tomorrow. Well, God. But again, you hear that. And of course, what happens? You don't hear about her rap sheet. You don't hear about any of that stuff. Hornbobber gets to get away with it. While George Floyd can't. Because George Floyd is black. Ahmaud Arbery was chased down. Hunted down and murdered. Literally. That's what the court showed us. And what was decided upon. By the courts and the jury. And all the evidence. She couldn't of course believe that. By the way. The information that was left out of the court. Which led to another case. Even afterwards. Showing that they were doing this. Because Ahmaud Arbery was black. They said they wanted to kill a nigga. And they got the chance to do it. And they weren't arrested until two months later. And then had a trial a couple years later after that. Because again, they were trying to cover it up. Right? And then she lies about how it was only 39 lynchings in all of history. Of African Americans. So lynching is not really that big of a deal. She literally said that lynching wasn't that big of a deal. She said lynching wasn't a big deal. I don't know. But. 
it's so prevalent that lynching is definitely a big deal that she just don't want to even mention lynching. But she did. And she felt as though Greg McMichael and Travis McMichael and Brian should got away with actually killing Maud Albury. And again, by the way, Candace Owens is literally employed by Ben Shapiro. That's more than platforming. You're actually paying her paycheck for her to do this on your channel. So, yeah. I'm thinking that's a big, 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 big evidence of her being racist and Ben Shapiro supporting her and Ben Shapiro also being racist. Yeah, she can try to hide it by trying to say, well, you know, the McMichaels, you know, Ahmaud Arbery case that happened, you know, it was bad and all this stuff like that. It looked, it didn't look right and this and this and that. And he can try to split his. But your actions speak a hell of a lot louder than your words. You allow for Candace Owens to be there. And she's a racist bigot. There's no difference between her language and an obvious well-known black racist individual in Jesse Lee Peterson. They both believe that white, believe in white, you know, history month. It's if we don't learn about white history as we do already. And then they both also call black history stupid. And that we shouldn't have it. I don't know. I think since we don't can't even learn about black history as it is already without being called CRT and being scary... I'm thinking that we should be able to at least have some form of knowledge of African Americans. But again, they don't believe it. And I think that's very, very racist. Because you don't want to hear about them. And you don't want to support them. And you don't want to give them any type of rights. You don't want to consider them heroes. That's kind of racist, don't you think? And then... Ben Shapiro platforms other races like Stephen Crowder. Allow them to sell books and talk about products on his show. Celebrates his bigotry by him dressing up as a woman and making fun of women and LGBTQ individuals. And of course, again, like I said before, Ben Shapiro did it himself as well by saying that the people that are part of the LGBTQ community by calling them LGBTQ parentheses, ampersand, plus sign, things like that. And I showed you. Hating individuals like that normally leads to hating other minority groups. So in closing, yes, you can be part of a marginalized group and still be a full-blown racist bigot even towards your same marginalized group. Anyway, this is going to be where I bring it to a close. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Don't forget to give me a five-star rating. And of course, tell people about the podcast. You know, later guys.